there's multiple shapes and sizes to decide that a real fat guy is just a bear and it's hitting an animal. Well, it's not going to hit a bear. <laughs> well, yeah, I know that. But it will determine the, the... Launch speed? Launch speed? Launch speed? <laughs> Stop, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to put my words together. You're rushing me. Am I helping? No, not at all. No one else can see my hands. Welcome to Launch Speed. Welcome back to Launch Me, the podcast where we change the format and the topics of the podcast every single week. I'm Brendan. Are we ever consistent? And I'm joined here by Zach. Today. Why do you always interrupt me? And I, I want to start it off a little bit differently this time. Okay. All right. Uh, what en- what starts with W and ends in T? What? God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to start guessing random stuff and I'd say, what are you doing? I just said a statement. I just said a, a statement of fact. How's your week, dude? It was good. It was good. It was a fantastic week at work. I definitely didn't get frustrated the entire time. Loved okay, every second good. of it. That's good. Do you want me to just hop right into my week? Sure. You know what? Let's just go for it. You want me to jump it right in? Okay. Okay. So let me set the stage for you. It's Monday morning. I'm exhausted because I didn't get enough sleep, as always. Shocker. I drive to work. And That's good. Yeah. It's a good start. It is a good start. I get there at 9.31. I start at 9.30, technically. So you're late. I am late. And we always have... There's a meeting every morning at 9.30 that starts. And I hop in late. And I'm just sitting there. I don't say anything in these meetings ever, so it doesn't really matter if I participate or not. Mm. I just stay quiet because I'm the low man on the totem pole. And Monday was Monday. Not much happened. Yeah? Yeah. That's it. That's you didn't it. get reamed out for being a little late. No, no, no. I'm I'm way too heavily favored at work to get oh, reamed no. out. No, yeah, well, that's good. Why uh, do you show up at the very last possible minute? Like, why wouldn't you just plan on showing up at nine when you have a meeting that starts at nine thirty? See, the thing is, if I if I show up at nine, I still have to stay till six. Why? It was in my. I had to re-sign a contract, and it's from nine thirty to six. That's... I cannot leave early. I cannot come in early i guess that makes sense you have to do a 30 minute lunch in yeah. there so you're working eight hours mm-hmm. it was not it's not it's not ideal why did you sign that I had no choice what do you mean they didn't give me a choice they said sign it or we're finding someone else why could what is that why did the hours matter to them that much covid precautions okay to thin out the herd yeah so I, I can't if most of you are still there together at the same time during the day it doesn't matter it, it doesn't really matter unless they're setting people at other shifts from like 7 to 4 7 p.m to 4 a.m which i doubt no uh then it doesn't matter if if you're all there during lunch like you're all there during lunch yeah it, it, eh. So it that that's that's regardless monday was monday and i found out that i'm going to have to build this 28 that's a key number right there, 28 by 42 foot deck, okay. which is just two by fours and plywood. So yeah. it's not incredibly complicated. And I kept asking them to submit drawings to me because the last time this has happened to me, they, they were like, oh yeah, I think it's these numbers. And then halfway through the project, I had to stop what I was doing, disassemble everything and redo it because they gave me the wrong uh, dimensions. Yeah. So I was like, I want a drawing before I start building. And on Monday was their last day to get me this drawing because yeah. I was going to start building on Tuesday. And they're like, 
we're positive it's 28 by 42. And I was like, cool, that sounds good. So me being the intelligent, not program manager, uh, supervisor or uh, foreman, I went out and I cut all of my lumber that I was going to have to cut on Monday because I didn't want to have to cut it on Tuesday while assembling everything. And I cut it for 28 by 42. And on Tuesday, I started putting it all together and around lunchtime on Tuesday, he asked me, he's like, how's it going? And I was like, everything's good. And he's like, uh, why do you have it? Why are you building it at 28? And I was like, that's what you guys told me. He was like, well, here's the drawings and it says 29. <laughs> I was like, well, I can't add a foot to it. And he was just like, so he's like, well, we can't work with 28. And I was like, well, all right, I'll change it. And we're going to like, it's delayed. I told you guys get me these drawings by Monday and you didn't. And so this is like what you get for guessing. Yeah. And he was pretty upset about that because I wasn't willing to like accept fault for this one. And I immediately went to my program director and I was like, listen, like if this project is ever, they have to submit drawings and it has to be finalized before I touch another piece of lumber. So I just waited out Tuesday basically till they got me another set of drawings that are like the most recent ones. Like this is what it is. There's no changes and no changes are going to be accepted after this date makes sense yeah <laughs> so on wednesday the construction finally starts and i am going through my lumber that they have provided for me and i started picking up pieces and i was going to set aside the pieces i was not willing to work with so all, all the stuff you had cut for the 28 by 40 whatever 42 foot you couldn't use so I could use the uh, so the forty two lengths were fine because they're just two pieces of wood joined. Right. I just couldn't use the ones I'd cut to twenty eight. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So I so I was I'd scabbed them. Wait, did you have twenty eight feet long boards? Sixteen foot. Okay. So you cut them and yeah. gotcha, 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 gotcha. But the way I had cut them was so the scabs would fall differently. For those who don't woodwork, scabbing is when. You lazily put two pieces together and you put another board next to it and nail them. Right. Short. It's called a scab. It's really ugly and it's definitely not the like not the way I would ever want to do it. But that's what they were fine with and they're like that's the quickest way. I said short. I'll scab it instead of doing a double stud that's staggered. Whatever. Couldn't couldn't you do a double? Couldn't you have taken the double stud method and added the extra foot in there? If I had done the double stud method, I could have added. Oh. But since I had scabbed it, I couldn't. You would have had to disassemble it yep. and do it. Recut that way. it. Yep. Yeah. So, uh-huh. so I I start to pick out pieces of board and I've got I've got about a pile of a hundred 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 pieces. What I don't know, hundred two by fours, whatever you want to call them. That's what they are, so that's what we are going to call them. And well actually they're one and one and God, I, have, I don't even know the actual measurement. One and, one and a half. half by three and a half? Two and three quarters or yeah, something? Something like that. I, I, don't, I, I should know that off the top of my head. I should know that for so, sure. I start picking out pieces, and about halfway through the pile, I've realized that I've not accepted a single piece of lumber as like something I want to work with. And then I realized that what happened was Home Depot, when we had ordered this from them, just apparently left it outside. Uh, and okay. they must have had it center stacked. So they just had a piece in the middle, keeping it off the ground. And right. so everything was bowed. Yeah. Everything had twisted. Yep. So uh, it was just, it was like someone had cooked a box of spaghetti and then just thrown it in a pile. 
Uh, it sounds like going to the lumber rack at like Lowe's or Home Depot. Yeah. And none of the boards, or a handful of the boards are straight, and the rest of them are just like scrap. Yep. And they're the same price. <laughs> <laughs> so, I I had to I made the frame out of the straightest wood I could find. Most of it was crowned, but not S curved or twisted. Right. Only one of the boards were slightly twisted, and I that's an easy fix. Yeah. You can untwist a board. Well, you can't untwist a board, but you can nail it straight yeah with slight tension in it so frames built and i start laying out the studs and i sent a couple pictures to everyone so you guys could appreciate what i was working with what did you think of that one set of stud where you see the stud that's it's middle join and then the other one's just straight ued i did not see it i thought i sent it to you you just didn't care maybe i didn't see it maybe maybe i didn't care i don't know I definitely All of the said, pictures I said, that you said look the same. It's like, here's some wood. <laughs> it's a construction grade lumber and it's in a shape. And maybe there's some other shapes in there too. And I'm like, I don't know. This Without any context, without very much context at least, it's like, I don't know what I'm looking at. Great job, Zach. Good good work. You're doing, you're doing a great job. <laughs> so I don't know. If you did send it to me, which is totally possible, I did not remember it. So... For those who don't know, when you're building a deck and you're using and you have a large span, usually what you do is you have a, a piece of or you have a board in the middle to lay your joist down on, so they're supported in the center in that in that long span. But since this is two by fours and they're sitting directly on the ground, I didn't need that, but they still were the same way where they they sister next to each other in the middle, which means one set of marks is whatever you want it to be, twenty four on center, and the other one has to be shifted an inch and a half over to be centered on whatever your measurement's going to be. For those who don't know, what you shouldn't do is just do three quarters because that's what half is. And that's what someone did. I don't know who that someone was. No idea. It Did I notice it three quarters of the way through putting plywood on that I had all of my studs shifted three quarters in? and Because I, I was like, I'd been fighting the studs the entire time, like trying to figure out why they kept deviating so far. I was like, they shouldn't. Like they're kind of bowed, but like once I nail them centered, they should be fine. And the, the it just kept getting worse and worse. And I realized that I was just three quarters of an inch off. And it became very noticeable at the end when I, I had to start cutting plywood. I had cut it in one foot length so I could shift it over the plywood over and nail in different spots because the three quarters inch was so visible. Nice. It was miserable. I hated it. I hated every second of it. But that wasn't the worst part. No way. No way. Billy so- Mays here. <laughs> but wait, there's more. See, I'm not raging, though. I'm just accepting that this is how life works for me. For me. <laughs> I, who do not always have the foresight to uh, predict that I'm doing the wrong thing at the wrong time or that someone gave me the wrong measurements. So on Friday, uh, they, was like, they told me that they, I had till next Thursday to finish this deck. So I was making, besides the three quarters inch F up, everything else was really well spaced, perfectly straight. I was doing a fantastic job on plywood and I wasn't rushing it because I didn't have to. The program manager from the other department comes over who I'm building this for. And he's like, this needs to be done today. Oh, uh, that was on Thursday? On Friday now. On Friday. We're on Friday okay. now. And I'm halfway through the sheeting and everything is an eighth inch spaced. You know how I know that? Because I measured each one. Wow. I, I cut four pegs that were an eighth inch exactly so I could use them as a spacers. And that's what I was after I ran the first line on a laser. The rest of it was all straight. It's perfectly spaced an eighth inch. It was beautiful. He comes over and he's like, Why are you taking so long? 
And I was like, cause I have till Thursday. So I'm going to do it like perfectly right. And that's it. Like I'm, I don't plan on being here till Thursday. Like I was going to have this done on Monday or Tuesday, maybe once I'm finished with everything. He was like, it needs to be done today because we have to, there's people coming on Monday now. And we also need to, you to build this other thing for me at the end of the day. I was like, what? So he's like, he's like, I have all this experience as a, as a framing carpenter and whatever. And I was like, oh, I can't wait. I was like, I left that scene for a reason. And I couldn't remember exactly why I left it. But then he comes over and he just starts slapping boards down. And if it's close enough, it's close enough. Which I get, I get that mentality. And I, when like production matters, I understand going away from accuracy and going with content. (laughs) Right. It's not your house. Right. So we're just slapping boards down and we finished the deck in like an hour and a half and it looks shoddy. Yeah. Well, I, I, I mean, I wasn't happy with it, but then again, it's not my, it's, I'm not the high man. I don't have to approve it. Right. So it just, it just gave me that reminder that that is the reason why I couldn't stand construction was because I, I take a little longer to do things, but I make sure it's right. Like I was going to go back and correct that three quarters inch offset. But here's the other question: If it doesn't matter, it it then matters. Why fix it? It matters to me. The pride of my work matters. Okay, but what if you're building it and no one's ever gonna see it or notice it? Are you still gonna make it perfect? If I'm yes. So you're anal retentive. No, I'm not anal retentive. I am. What would you call it? <laughs> I'm interested. <laughs> you seem to be at a loss for words. So I would call it, I would call it having pride, Brendan. Something you apparently lack in your work. No, I, I, I take pride in my work. Do you, would you, so let's say you're writing code. Would you go back and correct it if it was, if no one was ever going to notice it? Yeah. Okay. So why are you giving me shit about it? I don't know. Cause, uh, <laughs> cause fuck you. That's why. <laughs> No, like I'm I'm a very messy person in life as you can attest to and pretty much anyone who's ever lived with me or spent time with me or seen the inside of your vehicle or that room. Yeah. But my my work is where the only time I like I am actually a perfectionist where it has to be correct, clean. It has to everything has to be as neat as possible when I like when I was doing construction. I don't know why. I think it's because all the time like growing up. I know why. Why? Why? Because of your father. <laughs> if it's not right, you're going to do it again. That's where I was going. It's because of my dad. When I was doing work when I was younger, all the things I did had to be perfect. Yep. I mean, so most people, so in the industry, of like in the industry I work in, an eighth of an inch is an acceptable tolerance. Uh, tolerance. With John Kirkwood, 164th is too much. Yeah. Yeah. So if it's if it's imperceptible to the human eye and it takes you significantly longer to get it within whatever your your personal accepted tolerance is, there's there's a bit of a gap there. Yes. It it should be a reasonably acceptable tolerance <laughs> that you're working within, not some fantasy land where everything <laughs> is extremely flat, perfect 90 degree angles. And no deviation on anything whatsoever. Which would yeah. be really boring. Can you imagine if trees were just straight 90 degree fucking angles? Just start right out of the ground. Do you know how nice it would be to work with them? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> no yeah. tension at all in any of them. No twisting, no bowing. But this was the first project that I worked with, one that I, I did by myself and worked with a lot of lumber. I'm not used to working with wood. And you fucked it up. <laughs> <laughs> Just the, the amount that wood deviates is insane. Yes. I don't That's why you can't try and harness the power of Mother Nature. I think steel is always the way to go. I now know if I'm going to build my house, I'm using steel studs. That's going to cost 800 times as much. Not quite. For yeah, not 800 obviously. We'll but it'll be significantly more expensive. So I was for just, what? For for So, okay, okay, okay. This is actually a cool thing. So there's an a Chinese company no, Japanese company uh, coming to the U.S. They're coming through our lab to pass their standards. They are going to make IKEA-style homes. Okay. So what you'll do is you'll buy the house kit, and it's steel. There's some steel members, but a lot of it is just engineered wood, which for those who don't know, it's basically like OSB in a really tight-packed area. It's just glued wood. Right. So all of its I beams. So you have the all this bearing, all the load bearing part of the house is a very bare bone structure. There are no load bearing walls. Okay. So that makes it incredibly cheap. You could do that and then use steel studs because non load bearing studs are cheap as hell. Steel studs are non load bearing. Yeah, they're they're oh, basically okay. really light gauge. You just hang drywall on them and run wires through them. Gotcha. And they're easier to work with. So you're looking at time saved. Except for if it's bent or if you bend it. If you, you bend cannot. it. You cannot. You are correct. Get it back. You cannot unbend There is not any tolerance. Correct. There is tolerance, but not, not when you assemble it. Right. Yeah. So I think that's a really cool thing. I think that's what I'm going to do for my first house is buy not is use their members but not build whatever their square house is going to look like just use what's it. wrong with my member <laughs> yeah i mean there there are definitely already high kits. deviation is what i've heard there are <laughs> there are already kits that do that with wood stuff you can yeah, get they all suck. 86 lumber and get an entire house in wood it's have you ever yeah you have you have done wood a uh, wood structure that's uh yeah. out of a kit have I? Yes, I have. Yeah, that and it was really nice. It took forever though. That was it would have taken us way less time to just have the pieces of lumber and screw them in, but since we were following their instructions specifically using their shitty holes, it took us a long time to build that. Yeah. Yeah, it took us what, 2 days? Mhm. Yeah. In the hot sun. Mhm. We could have had it erect in like a couple hours. Yes. Yes. But it turned out really nice though. It did. Oh, yeah. I forgot that we didn't mention what we were building. That was the gazebo yeah. at my parents' house. Yeah. We we probably talked about it when we did it. Did we? I'm know. sure we bitched probably. about it. Probably. Yeah, I'm sure we complained about it. Okay. So, the, so I'm not done with my week yet. So he wants me to build what he calls a knee wall, which makes sense. That's what a knee wall is. It's like knee high. They're short walls. Right. Uh, or And then he's like, but it's going, all, all I want you to do is make a square frame and then put plywood on it to square it off. And no no studs in it, just like the frame and plywood. And I was like, well, that's not really a wall. It's just a box. That's fine. And he was like, okay, and then I want you to cut squares out of it because we're going to put these blowing fans. He kept saying blowing fans. 
It was really irritating. Instead of sucking fans? Or just fans. Yeah, sure. I don't know why he kept adding the adjective of blowing. Mm. He's like, these these blowing fans, they they pull a lot of air. Like, he's like, it it's going to... Sounds need, like they blow a lot of air, dude. They, they do blow a lot of air. They move a lot of air. So they're, they're basically uh, high variable speed fans. They're... They're very expensive. Yeah. And they're literally just to move air gotcha. like, for ventilation. So I had to build a box window or a box fan for these two things to sit in. Gotcha. Which is what I did. So I, it was a 25-foot box fan. How tall? Twenty. I made it 26 and a half inches. Why? Because my math is bad. Oh. So, But do they just look like regular box fans? Well, it's sheeted with plywood. So they are regular box fans, like yay big. They're 24 inches tall. Okay. They're slightly circular. And if you set them on the ground and turn them on, they will scoot themselves. And why do you say that like that? Because that's exactly what I did. <laughs> <laughs> so I was I was seeing if it, like, I, I cut the shape of the fan out of the plywood because I didn't want, I wanted it to be able to seal it because I wanted it to be held in place, not just sitting and then like, Hopefully it doesn't blow the whole wall over. Right. So I made it a very tight fit and I, I put the fan in and I turned it on to see like if it will hold, like if it'll, the wall stand up with the fan on. And I cut the hole so perfectly that it scooted itself out of the hole and then I had to chase it. Well, actually it unplugged itself. <laughs> <laughs> it just zoomed across the floor away from me at like 50 miles an hour and just plugged, unplugged itself and then just started rolling. And it was wonderful yes no damage was done to it uh i felt like a complete goof yeah but it was i i kind of wanted to see like if i could i don't know it's like they're as powerful as the fans that blow off the back of like the boat airboats it's that style fan wow it's fast airboats (laughs) but that was that's all of my week was just building and dealing with their shenanigans Gotcha. It was fun, though. It was hard work. Uh, I enjoyed all of it. All of it? All of it. Okay. Well, that's good. Because it's, it's really rewarding at the end. Of, like, so at the end of the day, we have this, uh, we, it's a mezzanine, a second level, like second story, like balcony. And I like walked up there and I just like looked over all my work and I was like very satisfied with like how much I'd done by myself. Gotcha. Besides the uh, like half of the sheeting of plywood that I just slapped down with another guy. That upset me. As it as it would. Makes sense. Oh, well. could, you still, t- could you tell the studs were three quarters of an inch off? No, you could not. They were covered. <laughs> Good. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, who cares? You got you gotta you gotta open up your tolerances a little bit. Three quarters of an inch is too much for anybody at all times. If you can't see it. Does it matter? That's true. That's true. Like, what if the studs in these walls are 18 inches apart? You'll never know. Until you try to mount something. Until you try to mount something. Like, <laughs> these studs aren't regular. Sure. They are regular studs, though. I know that. 16 on center? Sure. Yes. Okay. Or close enough that you can find the hole or find the stud and mount something. You can find the hole? You can find the hole. Excellent. There's holes in all these studs, <laughs> which is actually probably true. But, hey, that's... It's relevant. I also worked this week. And enough about that. Uh, <laughs> what else did, did, did you, did, have you finally gotten word on whether you're going back to work or not? 
I have not heard anything yet. Uh, All right, bored. I don't but care. apparent, thank you. <laughs> Apparently, my boss's boss's boss said something about us not returning until 2021, which would be well, that's just not fair. Another six months from now. But I mean, it's getting to the point. Like I'm, I'm, I am, I'm just sort of running out of stuff to do. Like I can still keep myself busy for a while. At some point, I'm probably gonna have to go into the building one or two days a week, which is you know neither here nor there. Okay, it's fine. I have I have one more thing from the week, not, not irritating or okay upsetting. All right, it's just an observation. Yes. Uh, so on fifty, I I drive it. Route same, fifty. Yep. What did I say? You just said on fifty. Oh, but yeah. again without context, <laughs> you're like hmm, on fifty. What? So that's that's one of the roads I I drive home, and it's very consistent timing. And I've now noticed there's this motorcyclist who leaves wherever he works at the same time I do. And I don't know what I have done to offend this gentleman, but apparently I have offended him in some manner. The color of your vehicle. Maybe. But actually, I can, I, I can actually remember uh, what happened. So he was trying to merge over, and he did not look. And he came over into my lane, and I didn't give over to him. I just let him suddenly see the Jeep, because I was like, dude, you're going to die if you hit the side of the vehicle. So why wouldn't you just get out of the way for I him? couldn't. I, okay. I couldn't see my... I didn't check my left side. I was only looking at him. Gotcha. So I wasn't willing to just suddenly veer over. Okay. Well, wouldn't it be better to hit another car because of a motorcycle than to kill a motorcyclist? I mean, it's error on his part. I was, And that makes it okay? I, I, I mean, I gave, him, I gave him room. I just didn't come out of the lane. Okay. Like, I, I shifted over. I didn't want him to hit the side. I, of the- officer, it's his fault. He just ran into me, and, I, and there's nothing I wanted to do about so, it. And therefore, he's dead. <laughs> when you put it like that, I, there's, <laughs> I wasn't I willing to endanger my life to bothered. fix his air. I could not be bothered. <laughs> I, could, I was not willing to put my life in danger to fix his air. Officer, I'm more important than this gentleman. <laughs> to me, yes, I am more important <laughs> <laughs> I think we all stand with that statement. Uh, not everyone. That's but most fair. people. Yeah. So, yeah. okay. So that was the incident, and that was a couple weeks ago. And now every time he sees the Jeep, not only does he either brake check me, and so and he knows I can't accelerate fast, so he I'll be coming up on the left-hand lane. He'll get over, brake check me down to like 40, and then take off on a wheelie. He does it. He's done it to me twice this week. You just like offend people on the road. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Obviously, that you did. <laughs> you, I swear, you talk about getting brake checked. You talk about it more than I have ever been brake checked. Ah. I think I've only actually had someone like do that to me two or three times. It's because I, I give some, I, if I'm coming up on you quickly, I give you all the chances in the world to get out of my way. And then you ride their ass for a little while. No, I don't. Not okay. Not as close as you could. Right. But when you have a, a vehicle that sits high, it's always going to look closer than that's it is. true. So people are like, "There's a bright orange <laughs> mango behind me. I don't like this." Also, it's I usually get brake checked in the evenings because my headlights are on, and everyone thinks I have my brights on. Mm-hmm. I think that's the main reason why I get brake checked. Except for, this, except for this motorcyclist. Oh, so anything else about this motorcyclist? Uh, no, he also lives somewhere uh, on the way home because I saw him today. He didn't brake check me, but he did a wheelie in front of me as always. Uh, what a nice, what a nice guy. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't understand the, the thought process because if he f's it up, 
and he falls off his bike in front of me, he's hoping I avoid him. Officer, <laughs> there was nothing that I wanted to do to avoid this man. I, I would try. At that point, if he fell off his bike, I would put my life in mild danger to try to avoid hitting him. But I just don't understand the mentality of, like, why, dude? Why are you always doing this in front of me now? His, pip- his pee-pee is bigger. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> it's mahoosive. So speaking of cars, uh, I ordered and received a roof rack for the truck. Aren't uh, you cool? Yeah, I'm excited about Even it. Even more reason to not wash your vehicle ever. Right. Yeah, but it comes out with a, a cut, or it came with a wind deflector and a cutout in the wind deflector for a light bar. So are you putting a light bar in? I'm gonna put a light bar in. You're that asshole. Yeah. You know it's illegal to drive with them on, right? Well, I wasn't planning on driving with it on. Do you plan on using it? Yeah. When? When I'm off road. Huh. When was and for fun? Hey, man. When was the last time you were off road with the truck? The beach? Yesterday. Really? Now? Yes. Okay, I'm ready to hear the story. Uh, we were moving furniture for the in-laws, and I drove in their yard. To- <laughs> I, that's, that's not off road. I was not on a road. You are. You're technically correct. I was in grass, but it's a handy dandy feature for like very specific occasions but i think it looks cool man whatever you know so what is the primary use that you'll have for the light bar to see stuff (laughs) or to let people see you very clearly (laughs) something like that (laughs) they are insane get the ones that are like one million lumen that make it seem like the sun is driving up behind you they're very those are very very bright yeah uh and the the price range difference on these things is gigantic. Like I saw some for forty bucks and some for like four thousand dollars. Damn. So I'm gonna go somewhere towards the lower end. Cause I'm, why not? I I think I'm gonna put the LED lights in the headlights of the Jeep because if people think my brights are on, I'd like to show them like a very bright light. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever heard of the term uh, de-escalation? Uh, no, I prefer the uh, saying self-inflicted wound. Escalation then? No, not, I'm not it's escalating. Really I'm just, I'm, I'm doing it to if myself. If they think my lights are bright, I'll show them some no, bright no, lights. I, 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 I'm not going to turn my high beams on. I'm just going to have very bright, bright low beams. Okay, if they think my lights are bright, I'm going to show them some bright lights. Yep. That's essentially, okay, yep. all right. I mean, not, all right. You know, in other news, uh, <laughs> I'm officially part of a esports team. Oh, you made it! Yeah, they let you in. Yeah, first confirmed member. Are you the only member? Currently, well, two people. Oh, okay, including myself. So you're now. Did you start it yourself? Hmm? No. no, 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 no. Okay, there's the coach and me, and there's there's other um possibles that either just didn't have the schedule lining up with the coach guy. Or um, didn't get around to him or something like that. So uh, I played with somebody, another perspective last night. You got prospects now. Oh, yeah. nice. Prospects, yeah. Are they, so are you, what's the rating for the team? What do you mean? What's your guys' rating? Like, what is the, what is your prospects looking for? Like, what are you looking for in your prospects? Uh, what ratings? Diamond? What, rank? Thank you. Rank. Rank. Okay. Ratings, like, I mean, they got to be at least an 8 out of 10. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, we, we don't take no uggos here. He's got to have, uh, have a 95 on the speed category. <laughs> yeah, so um, 
it's uh it's pretty flexible i'll probably want to be one of the lower ranks just, just well as it stands now um but ideally immortal and above which is the highest highest tiered ranking in the game what is radiant radiant is the highest rank in the game oh, but there's no tiers tier. to it. Okay. yeah yeah it's a caveat it's just kind of like it's just kind of like special extra special but it's not i don't know it's weird it's not actually ranked because it's like three then three then three then three then three then one okay and so it's it's kind of annoying to call it it but regardless yeah that that's pretty much what we're looking for um but i was playing with the the two guys the other day who were high diamond almost immortal and i was carrying them every game so not carrying may not be the better word were you top fragging? outperforming i was i was team mvp every okay. game that we played with them so um either i've improved or they had a really bad day so <laughs> so uh but no that's uh i don't know what's gonna come of it um it's probably is there are there is there something below minor league baseball what what do you, uh no so there's major league then there's minor league there's farm league farm league yeah which is just like is that where you go to a farm and you, you well, well, build you have, a baseball stop. field yeah. and, and then the angels come no so it's basically players that couldn't make it into the farm system of major league which are like the single a double a triple a they're professional teams but they are lower skilled than the, do they sometimes get pulled up to the minor leagues you can sometimes transfer over to the minors and up into majors okay but it's its own self-sustaining body interesting so i guess the team that we're on is somewhere between that and the minor leagues okay if you were to rate it we're not going to be you know on the headlines of anything but uh hopefully we can put together a pretty good team and do some good stuff in tournaments and i can win some money or get some stuff paid for either point of which i would i would consider myself a professional gamer so oh so you're gonna do what i did for tennis yeah as soon as, as, soon as I, I make a single dollar <laughs> professional gamer that's right i think my tournament that i actually became a professional tennis player in was complete garbage <laughs> i was way overrated for the tournament and i should i like also i was a uh current i was being paid as a pro and then i also won it which made me a pro player gotcha it was nice though money's nice money it's, nice. it's for some reason it's very satisfying to get a cash prize after working hard yeah i'm sure and then I had to go sleep the courts afterwards, which was <laughs> insulting, <laughs> which was so insulting. One time my mom, um, it, her engagement band is two little diamonds and a big like sapphire or something like that. I don't know. It's blue. That's what color it is. I don't know what kind of stone it is. Uh, but I got, she, for some reason, it was like an antique ring and one of the diamonds would occasionally just like pop out. And, you know, then we'd go on like a huge scavenger search and like uh find it uh and one time i got in trouble for something or other and i honestly cannot remember what it was because it was a really long time ago but it was shortly after my mom had lost one of her diamonds so my punishment was to go clean out the minivan and so i was cleaning out the minivan i found the diamond and i was like i've won this tournament (laughs) and i was like mom here you go I bet I don't have to clean out the rest of the car. And she was like, nope, <laughs> get, <laughs> get back <right>. out there. <laughs> Which made me think of that. 
I also lost something this week. Uh, this little pen, this little magnetic pen that I have on my Surface Pro. Um, I know for a fact that I had it down here last week when we were report- recording the podcast. Mm-hmm. And the next time I messed with my laptop was on like Tuesday or Wednesday. And I didn't have it then. Okay. So Casey and I spent probably like two, okay, realistically, maybe an hour. Maybe an hour looking for it, but I was really upset because it was a gift and they're kind of expensive. And I was like, I don't really, I really don't want to have to buy another one. And I was like, maybe it'll turn up. But we like looked through all the couches and underneath all the furniture and tore apart the drawers to find stuff. I haven't heard you come down here yet to look at it. Uh, no, and we we oh, came okay. down here and looked at it. We looked everywhere. Uh, but the thing is, when you lose something that's magnetic, it can go in places that you'll never expect. <laughs> Agreed. So. I didn't look in, you know, the non-normal place. Normally, something's, you know, obeys the laws of gravity. Normally, not always. And will fall to the ground. Right. And you'll find it on the ground, on a flat surface, or like in a crevice, or like in the back of the couch, or something like that. In this case, I had walked up the stairs, opened the, the like, dog gate, <laughs> and must have hit my computer to it because I, like, four days later, after I had been in and out of that gate, like... 50 or so times I look down and it's just hanging there perfectly aligned with the gate bars. And I was like, mother fuck. <laughs> Dude, that's got, that's, it's insane how like something in plain sight is so hard to see when you're looking for it. Yeah. But it never had even crossed my mind that it would just be on the side of a wall basically. Like, yeah. So, um, I was like, no, you'll never believe it, Casey. I found it. She's like, what? <laughs> it's like, it's right here. She's like, oh, you got to be kidding me. So uh, That would be the advantage of metal studs, by the way, is you could mount things with just a strong magnet and not ever have to penetrate the wall. Isn't that half the fun? Penetration? So, uh, anyways, yeah, I found my pen. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of half the fun, Juice World being the ever undying legend that he is, has put out a new album. He also only had half the fun of a normal person because he lived less than half a life. Wow. Because he that's, died. That's dark. Of an overdose. Yes. No, no, wait, wait, wait. According to the internet, he died of a seizure. Correct. He did die <laughs> the, of a seizure. The only way I could say that somebody died of a seizure would be if it caused them to fall off a building or to get impaled on something, but that would still be in in like impalation. That's not is that how, the right word? That's not that's the exactly right. the word I was gonna say. Impalation or gravity, <laughs> death by gravity. Uh, no, yeah, he died of a quote unquote accidental overdose. Um, I mean, he wasn't prescribed it, so it was already an overdose, and he <laughs> he, he intentionally did it, so it's an intentional overdose. But anyways, uh, two days ago on July 10th, he put out his latest album in, I guess, hopes to become the newest Tupac. It is technically his late album. Yeah. But I, I guess it's not ironic. I guess it's probably meant to be this way. The title of the album is Legends Never Die. Are they saying that the story of Legends Never Die yes, or the person? Not the legends themselves. Okay. Not the person. Because that would be just rude. Because I doubt he had titled the the album, and I'm I'm curious to know if these were things he was actively working on, or if these are like all of his B sides, okay, like his, his uh, tracks he didn't really want to put out, and his producer was like, I could Makes quote sense. unquote 
honor his legacy, but make some dope. <laughs> so yeah, I don't I don't know what they were going for here. Uh, I didn't really care to listen to it because I don't really care. But I thought it was interesting that yet another person is uh, putting out an album after death. Who else did that? Tupac. You're right, Tupac. Yes. There's a there's a Dave Chappelle skit about it that's it's like hilarious. Like it's uh basically the guy DJing in a club is supposed to be Tupac. He's like, I wrote this song in 2005. And then he's saying really specific things about all the people in the club. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I've been dead for years. I wrote this in 2005. <laughs> it's really funny. Dave Chappelle, um, the Chappelle show is fantastic. If you haven't watched it, it is. It, it's it's on the it's that edge humor that I very, find it's very edgy. Yeah, I find it's it hysterical. like South Park. They make fun of everybody for everything. Right. Unlike Dave Chappelle's most recent stand-up, which I could not stand. You literally couldn't no stand for stand-up. Yes, no, it, it it was. I did not. I did not enjoy it. I, I would say South Park is edgy, but it's juvenile. Dave Chappelle is not juvenile. It's a little more critical thinking of the humor. See, I disagree. You think it's very juvenile still, or you think South? Park's... I think South Park is is very mature. Like on, we've talked about it before. On the surface, yeah, it's yes. like super stupid. But if you really get down into what they're saying and how they're making fun of people. Sometimes it's so subtle. Like you, you kind of have to look it up to see what they're referencing. Cause I mean, I don't know how they know so much about pop culture. <laughs> like I would have to live on the, on the internet, live on the news sites in order to like know these things that they're talking about. But that's true. They it, are very in depth on their critique it's of everything. A lot. Well, not everything, but a lot of stuff is very deep. Yes. Some of the stuff, not so much like, uh, when they summoned the Lord Dark Lord Cthulhu and kill Justin Bieber, like I think that was just like, hey, Justin <laughs> Bieber sucks. Or the Imagination Land one. Imagination. Probably they're still their greatest three episodes ever. Those are some fantastic episodes. The Wii episodes were good as well. You're right. When Cartman freezes himself and goes in time. Yeah. Uh, and goes way too far in time in order to get the Wii. Then he can't plug it in because nothing's compatible. Yeah, no, it's a. Uh... <laughs> It's a, it is a a fantastic show. And other things that are apparently fantastic shows, uh, Dana White has gone out of his way to make sure we get to see Fight still. Yeah, uh, this thing called Fight Island. Very creative. I'm glad the internet participated in this one. Yeah, it's, well, it seems like the internet named it. Right. Which, it sounds like a reality TV show. That's what I, that's what I first read about it. I saw it on Twitter the other day. I was like, Fight Island. I was like, is this like a play on Love Island? <laughs> <laughs> uh, pretty much the same thing yeah i mean you, you send a couple out there and one of them comes back victorious yeah there's fighting on love island and there are there's the occasional ufc fighter who kisses the other fighter on the lips to screw with him Wh- what i i don't know the guy's name but there is someone who does that that's hysterical that's yeah. such a pro that's such a pro gamer move right there yeah <laughs> it's like seeing pictures of it and you're like what they're like all bloody he's like (laughs) i mean did you ever whisper anything to your opponent when you wrestled i did not oh i did not have the mental capacity to focus on anything other than what i was see i was often losing so i had plenty of time to think (laughs) (laughs) see i was i was all in it i was in it to win it if you're gonna have 10 beers and you might as have might as well have 20 and then you're in it to win it yeah uh so i was wrestling 10 pounds up just I'm throwing Johns out there now of why I had a rough wrestling career. When I wrestled at my weight, I had a great winning record. Mm. When I wrestled ten pounds up, I was slightly negative. Truly, I was slightly negative. I was almost fifty fifty. Okay. 
It's just either one of my matches in a minute or I lost them in a minute. And the ones that went super long, it was just because the kid refused to get let me pin him. So it was like a tech fall. Or I would refuse to be pinned. And then we, I would just I would just say things because I could. Like he would have <laughs> Breaking me... Breaking like, him down. He would, little by little. He would have me stuck. And then it would go to, you know, the second period or the third. And Kissler would always make me go down. But then occasionally the wrestler would get the pick and he would say down. I was like, sweet. And I'd get on top. I'd get on top to set up and I'd whisper sweet nothings in his ear. And then he would immediately <laughs> reverse me. <laughs> and I was fighting for my life. Yeah. That is certainly how it felt. The longest six minutes of your life every single time. Yes. Or but, in your case, one. Yeah. One minute. One minute. It was tough 60 seconds. Yeah. Uh, 60 seconds can sometimes feel like a lifetime. Especially if you're getting your ass handed to you yes and you can't breathe for any of it yep yep been there done that don't like it yep so back to fight island oh yeah enough about us (laughs) one time i was in a headlock for one minute and 59 seconds how did you put did you just like dive into it apparently i don't (laughs) i don't remember how i got into it but apparently it was like super obvious i was in a headlock for one minute and 59 seconds just propped myself up on my elbow guy couldn't pin me ref literally sat down on the mat he was like "Hmm." (laughs) nothing's happening like the ref sat down like (laughs) crawl like indian style cross-legged he was like Nothing is happening here. Did I tell you about the ref? I pinned the guy three seconds into the next period. Well, I'm glad you didn't dive to another headlock. <laughs> Did I tell you the time where I was wrestling at... It was La Plata's tournament, I think. La Plata? La Plata. But that's how it's spelled as La Plata. Okay. So, the did you ever have that ref who is blind in one eye? No. I swear... I'm I, blind, I'm deaf, I want to be a ref. <laughs> This this ref literally couldn't see out of his left eye. And guess what eye he put down to the mat so he could see the pin? His right eye? That's what you would think. <laughs> he would put his left eye down. And I have this kid. The only way you could see where his shoulder blades were is if you looked between like my head and like my shoulder. You could see down. But you couldn't see it if your right eye because was, I was like relatively tight to the mat. And I held him there for a minute in like 20 seconds until some Kissler finally yelled. He's like, use your other eye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Cause I kept looking at the ref and I was like, what do you want from me? <laughs> like, there's no do? more. There's like, like at one point I had like, I was so high on this kid. He was like really leg. Like, he was like all legs and he had like no strength. And I like basically had my crotch. Like I was like face sitting him at this point. Yeah. And I was looking at the ref like, I, what, what do you want from me? I can't hold him down any more than this. Use your other eye. <laughs> Kissler's a good guy. Uh, well, you have your thoughts about him. Uh, not, what? Yeah, no, I like him. He's a good guy. Good coach. Yeah, he broke my nose. Hmm? He did. Oh. It was the, it was the first whoopsie. time. It got, and he gave me a black eye in the same, the same wrestling. Uh, whoopsie. Uh, back to Fight Island where there's plenty of broken noses. When is the and... next When is the next fight? I don't know. There was one this last weekend, I think. UFC 251, maybe? Uh, I don't know. But basically, for those of you who don't know, myself included until like an hour ago, uh, the Fight Island is basically Dana White bought. Let's say bought. Yeah, we'll say bought. He bought. Who cares what's um, wrong? Part of an island in Abu Dhabi in order to circumvent visa issues and whatnot during this coronavirus. 
so that fighters from different countries could get here and fight with no audience. Yeah, I mean, I assume that UFC made most of their money through pay-per-view. Oh, yeah. So it's not, not having an audience uh, is not too big of a hit for them, especially with the hype of we now have Fight Island. Yeah, so UFC 251 was last night on Fight Island. UFC 252 is on August 15th. Uh, location, probably TBD, probably Fight Island. Yes. So. I'm excited. It's pretty cool that they can just do that. Like, hey, we'll just buy an island. I mean, which is what they, UFC, they did, UFC had their own issues. We t- talked about it the last time we even mentioned UFC. that probably. They're regulated by Boxing Commission. Yeah. In New Jersey and somewhere else. And the refs suck. Right. And so they have problems with these decisions where a wrestler or a fighter can be dominating the match and still lose on technicalities. Yep. Yep. So this might be good for UFC because they might be their own governing body and regulations. The refs are probably from the same pool, though. That's true. If I had to guess. Maybe maybe they'll use, like, uh, uh, Muay Thai refs. I, I saw... I saw people complaining about the fight last night where the ref didn't call it soon enough, where someone was basically defenseless and getting the shit knocked out of him. Yeah. Getting the shit knocked out of him. I don't know if that got picked up. Sorry. Yeah, but yet I it. don't know. It doesn't matter. Uh, and so then he, uh, I, I don't know. The ref just didn't call it soon enough. I, I've also seen on Reddit pictures of, I want to say it was Ben Ashcombe, but I don't know. Somebody getting knocked out. They're like faces completely down in the mat, but they've got like, one of their hands fell in a position where it looked like he was giving a thumbs up. <laughs> They're like, the ref called this fight away too early. He's still good. He's still going. I'm fine. I'm good. <laughs> I'm out. Yeah. But we have one of our friends. He's, uh, he's going to go not into the UFC, but he is going to start fighting. Like at a professional capacity, so, or he just has rage so, issues. So, so amateur fighting. He's okay. he's going to start amateur fighting. I think his style he's practicing right now is Muay Thai. I don't know if you follow him on Instagram anymore, but he put out uh, one of his training videos. Is this RJ? No, no, it's uh, oh. Gaelic. What? Yeah. What? Gaelic Gaelic decided that he's... Gaelic, the guy managing some of my money. Yes, that guy. That guy with the mustache. With the mustache. What? He's he's been practicing Muay Thai for the last couple months, and he's decided he wants to take it to the amateur level and just he's gonna have some spar matches, and then he wants to do like an officially sanctioned one, oh, probably at the end of the year. That's dope. Yeah, I mean, this is something I wouldn't want to do. I don't want to get my brain knocked around. I mean, I don't think he's got many brain cells to lose. <laughs> <laughs> the guy that's managing some of my money. <laughs> well, I mean, if his options. His option strategy has anything to go with. It's not what you want. We're not doing options, so. Good. Not with him. (laughs) Nothing against him, but he. he, Hey, that's cool. That's awesome, man. Yeah. I'm really excited to to watch his fights. I'm sure he's really excited to find out that he's doing this. (laughs) (laughs) You got me. You're welcome. You got me. Although I just picked the, like, the biggest person that you know. So it was a great guess, but. So no, Gaelic is doing is doing Muay Thai though, and he did post a training video. That's awesome. Which is why I was like, if you were trying to look this up on me, I was just like, I'm good, I'm set. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's awesome. Good for him. Yeah, uh, I was gonna ask you if you would ever be interested in doing fighting. Not at a professional capacity. No, I'm training, not... sure, why not? Yeah. What 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 style would you want to go with? I mean, probably something like Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Okay. 
because that's incredibly useful in any scenario. You're that guy. You're Dwight Schrute of the fighting world. It's incredibly useful in any scenario, <laughs> and it won't break you down like other uh, trainings will. Okay. Like physically, it won't physically break you down. You can be in almost any shape and kind of get away with doing uh, BJJ, as the cool kids call it. Uh-huh. I don't know if everybody calls it that. <laughs> <laughs> what are you What are you doing over there? I'm doing BJJ. J. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but yeah. I mean, that's probably what I would pick, but there's there's none of that around here. I've looked into it before. Back when I was listening to Joe Rogan's podcast. I was, I, there is a fighting gym near me, but it's $120 a month to play. To that's fight, a lot, yeah. To train, and I don't have, currently I don't have the time to dedicate $120 worth a month. Yeah. that That's the thing. It's like, I don't, I could probably move it, move my schedule around to make the time for something like that, but... That's the point. I would have to. I would have Let's to pick something. Again. I would have to pick <laughs> a fighting style that involved grappling. Yeah, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu does. I don't know the flexibility. You can work on that. <laughs> you can work on that. Tendons stretch, dude. Ligaments stretch. One of the bones. Most, they they stretch. Can stretch too. They can stretch. They can stretch too. Do you want to be drawn and quartered? No. Oh. Damn. Why did you say that so excited? I don't know. It would have been a fun activity for me. To do to do to you, to do to you. No. Oh, sorry. I'll pass that time. How about time. drawn and halved? I only have two cars. Uh, what what are you gonna draw on me first? <laughs> That's the real question. Half. Hey. One over two. Oh, nice. Half. I accept. Yeah, yeah? Okay. I accept that. All right. Well, we'll that's... do some quick math out in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, that's all we have on our list. Uh, that's all I can think of. You ready to get out of the stewed? We can get out of the stewed. Oh, we forgot to say that. Hey, we're back in the stew. <laughs> forgot to say that at the beginning of this episode. Because you cut me off and you never let me talk. You just immediately... What are you talking about? <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. We are out of here. <laughs> See you all next week. Love you. Bye.